Shalom Aleichem Abaytzai. This week's parasha, Parashas Pekudei, is the seal of Sefer Shmais. With Hashem on Shabbos, we'll be saying Chazak, Chazak, Benit Chazak. And we'll be moving on, Be'ez Hashem, to say Vayikra. As I mentioned last week, that this year, Vayakra and Pekudei are divided as it's a leap year, and uh, the parashas repeat again the materials that were used for the building of Mishkan, <coughs> the way that it was done, the amount of money, all the different things that that uh, that Maish Rabbeinu was instructed, <coughs> how, how Maish was instructed to build the Mishkan. And the one that built it was Betzal ben Uri ben Chur, right? the, uh, the great-grandson of Miriam. And he did everything Exactly how he's instructed. As the Paschal says many times over the Balaturim in uh, Perik Mem, Pasuk Chof Aleph. The Balaturim says over there that the Pasuk Kashativ Hashem Asmaisha, the Balaturim says that, that the Pasha says Kashativ Hashem Asmaisha, that Pitzal will follow the instructions exactly how Moshe Ben was commanded by Hashem 18 times. Now, we have to figure out what's the significance of those 18 times. And why over and over and over again? So the over and over and over again, that question is asked by the Beis HaLevi. The Beis HaLevi tells us that we know two, three weeks ago, Pashas Kisisa, two weeks ago, and then Pashas Kisisa, we talked about the Chet HaEgel. And we know that the kapara, the atonement for Chaita Egel, is paraduma and b'niyas Mishkan. Now, why is paraduma a kapara for Chaita Egel? It actually says that the the um, the child, the little child, makes a mess, and the mother comes to clean it up. So the Egel, which is the calf, which is the child of the cow, comes to paraduma, which is the mother, and comes to clean up the mess of the calf. What's exactly the pshat and why paraduma is a kapara for chetegel? So Beis HaLevi explains the following. He says that what was the chet of chetegel? They didn't really want to worship Hamayda Zara. They thought that they were too far to be able to directly be connected to Hashem. And they thought that Moshe Rabbeinu was the middleman, the emtsai, that was connecting them to Hashem. And once they thought the Moshe Rabbeinu was Ifter, they thought that uh, how are they going to connect? So they're looking for an MCE, this middle uh, man, to be able to connect him to Hashem. And therefore they decided with good intentions in order to be able to connect themselves to Hashem to, to make an ego. So the intentions were good. The mistake was they weren't told to do it. But if they were told to do it, then they do, then they, they, should, then they do something. If they weren't told to do it, then they wait to see what exactly they should be instructed. And that was the main time against them, according to the Beis HaLevi, the Chet Egel. So why is Paraduma an atonement for that? <clears throat> because Paraduma is a chayk. If somebody's telling nice, that we take a Paraduma that was never used for work, and we, we shaft it and burn it, and take the ashes, and <clears throat> we make a whole mixture with Mayim Chaim El Keli, and we take it, and we... we Spritz the person that's matir him. The whole thing doesn't make logical sense. It's a chayk, and we do this because Hashem told us to do it. It's a chayk. That's what a chayk is. 
we do it even if we don't understand because Hashem told us to do it. So only something which the only reason why we're doing it is because Hashem instructed us could be an atonement for something that we did when we didn't wait for Hashem to instruct us. Explains the Beis Halevi, that's why B'nai Sanishkan as well was a kapar of the Chet Egel. Because like we said now that the Chet Egel, the Chet of the Chet Egel was that they did something without being instructed and that's why B'nai Sanishkan, which says over and over and over again, Kashatziv Hashem Asmaisha, Kashatziv Hashem Asmaisha, that every single detail, every aspect of the B'nai Sanishkan it's only done with the instruction and the command of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that can be an atonement for Chetah The question is, why 18 times? The Malachim says, over here, the Heim Yudches Pamim Kashatzil Samash Maisha, right? That's a remez, the Malachim tells us, to correspond with those 18 times that it says in the Mishkan, Kashatzil Samash Maisha, that's why there's 18 brachas to Shemayin Esrei. Echad kashatzi v'sem asmari Hashem, which was added on, v'tiknu k'neged birchas aminim, that's the extra bracha, v'lam al-shidu, that was added on afterwards, that's from the extra kashatzi Okay, so we see that the 18 kashatzi v'sem asmari is k'neged the tefillah, the 18 brachas of Shemayin Esrei, but what's the connection? Why is the connection between the fact that everything in the Mishkan was done Exactly what Hashem instructed, what does it have to do with the 18 brachas of Shemayin Esrei? So here, I saw a beautiful pshat from the ruling Kerelestein Zatzal. He brings a story to illustrate his point. The story happened that there was a father that had a shidduch that was, that was mentioned for his daughter. And there was a boy, the bracha that was a very, very big Balkishra, a very, very smart boy, uh, learned a lot, was learning a lot in yeshiva, and did, uh, did you know, did very, did very well as far as learning in yeshiva. He was, uh, you know, at the so he was learning very, very well. But the shakran told him that, you know, told him that, you know, that something may be a little bit questionable about his year Shemayim. And the father wasn't sure what to do. Here is a good bacher, he learns well, wasn't sure whether whether he should go into it, whether he shouldn't go into it. So he went to ask Rav Michal Yehud Lefkus Atzal. Rosh Hashiva of the Yeshiva Tana of Banovich. Goblador. So he went over to ask him, what, what do you think about this idea? So Rav Michal Yehud asked him, what does that mean? He's not such a year of Shemayim. The father was like, you know, trying to figure it out himself. He said, tell me, maybe you can find out if he davens the Yeshiva Shachas every day. He said, I happen to know for a fact he doesn't have any yeshiva shachas every day. So the Zichli said to him, okay, so if that's the case, I want you to find out um, two two things. Two things. What's the reason why he doesn't have any yeshiva shachas? The reason could be, you know, for two reasons. One is because he's a big master and he's very, very into learning. And he stayed up the whole night learning till the wee hours of the morning. And then he has been that, it, you know, so Davin nearby in a good shul, that's a proper shul to Davin with. They're going to make his mantish, mantish a little bit later than yeshiva, so he can get in a little bit extra time learning. That's not so bad. So find out why. Is that the reason why? Because he wants to be able to get in a little bit extra learning. And also find out where he goes to Davin. Where does he go to Davin? 
So the father comes back to Mechihuda and says to him, I found out that he dominates elsewhere, not because he learns what's learned extra, because he can't handle the speed of the davening in yeshiva. It's just it's not for his nerves. So he needs to go someplace else. Where does he go? Any place, as long as it's not going to be a place that's going to go too slow. As long as the place that's going to move, that's the place that he finds. So the Mechihuda answered back to him sharply. He said, when a person goes to yeshiva, he comes to yeshiva to learn from the yeshiva everything. How to learn, how to daven, how to, how to, how to you know, spend Shabbos. And we learn from the, and the person learns from the Rebbeim how to build himself as a well-rounded Jew. If a person just wants the yeshiva for the education, for the, for the, for the learning, then that means he looks at the yeshiva as a university. Just like when a person has to get a degree. He goes to the college, he goes to the school, and he has to get his degree, and he gets the information, gets his degree, and, and, and goes on. He has no connection to any of the ruach of what's going on in the school, right? He's not connected to that. It's the information that he needs, and that's it. When a, if a bacher wants to just be part of the yeshiva for the information, but he's not looking to take the <clears throat> life of the yeshiva together with him to build him, then you have to think about that. That's the type of boy that you want to take for your daughter. Have to think about that. So Kralenstein wanted to use this as a basis to explain his point. He wanted to say that when a person davens Takosh Bochu, he davens Takosh Bochu for Siata Dishmaya. We know that the you know you know the eighteen brachas that he asked for all different types of bakashas that we have. Now when Batsalo built the Mishka. But Salel was a very, very, very gifted young man. At a very young age, he was 13 years old. He already was familiar with all the secrets behind the world, the Sidus and everything, Chachmas Nigle, Chachmas Anister, right? All the Chachmas Kalatarakula, even Chachmas Anister, the Kabbalah, the Tarah. He saw it all. And when he was being told to build a Mishkan with his Seichel and with his logic, he, there were definitely things that he might have thought, based on his insight, that perhaps things should should have been d- done differently. No, no, no. Everything was done kasha. Siva He was mavatel his own needs or his own thoughts or his own logic for his amuna and his connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu to do exactly as Hakadosh Baruch Hu instructed Moshe to do. That's that's what we saw from Batalo. So what does it have to do with Siva? When we daven to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, <coughs> we ask Him for help. Baruch Aleinu for our panasa, Atuchayne for our for our understanding and knowledge. So we're asking for different physical things that we need, physical uh, capabilities and things to help us to, to succeed. But a person has to always realize that when he's daven to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that he's daven to the Bari Olam, the Bari Olam. <coughs> that created the world and has a goal and a plan for the world. And therefore, the purpose of the tefillahs and the bakashas that we have in the big picture have to be somewhat connected and and surrounded around that kasha tiba Hashem, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants out of that world. Obviously, we have regular lives, each person is family, and we have to deal with the things of, of the natural and physical world that Hashem created. And, we have to, and everyone has the details of their life. 
but there has to be a theme to our life. In other words, I'm asking for panasa. I want I want panasa, but to be able to take that to direct in, in, in the way that Akash Bohu wants me to direct it, to make the kiddush Hashem that I need to do with my with my panasa. When I want to have health, I want it to be in a way where the health is going to be used in a way where it's going towards Ratzon Hashem. I'm not doing something which is going to offend So the whole idea of the tefillah is built on this idea of the kashativa Hashem Esbaisha. So again, from the basic level we learn that the tikkun of Chet was that even sometimes when we see that there's something that makes sense to us to do, but if that's not what we're instructed to do, well, that's what we were told. And we, we hold back. Kashati Vashem Moshe, specifically the Paraduma and the Mishkan, which the only reason why we're doing it is because we were instructed by Kadesh Baruch Hu, that's the proper path for us to take. And what we learned from Kadesh Baruch is that the Kudas Tefillah, as well, is also learned out from Vinyas HaMishkan. Just like B'Tzalel, with all his deep machshavas, he put that aside, for the Mishkan, so to not feel I feel has to be directed in the way when we're asking for the things, the physical things that we need for us and for our families, but to make sure that we're surrounding that around the Hashem. With Hashem, we should be able to um, internalize the message of these two Divetaya and be able to incorporate it into our various Hashem and bring us the better and bigger places as a ship. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, a good Chaydesh, and Kol Tuf.